Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Bartow Ford Real Animals Radio Show. Your weekly voyage into Florida fishing. Presented by Hubbard's Marina. Hosted by Captain Mike Anderson and Captain Dylan Hubbard. Well, hopefully you guys didn't miss us too much. We're back. Captain Dylan Hubbard here and Mike Mahoney. And uh, News Radio 970 WFLA, Bartow Ford, Real Animals Radio Show this morning. And we've got Jim Fogle on the line this morning. But before we go to Jim, one thing I forgot to kind of start the show out on is introducing the man behind the glass, the man you're going to hear if you call us at 1-800-969-9352. We've got Captain Rob back there. How you doing, Rob? Finally, an entire week where we don't have to bring up Waffle House. And you started it. You brought it up. It's important, you know. I feel like a, you know a good portion of the people. I know fishing is such a big thing, but like <laughs> you know, people call, you know they listen. People in were and, wondering. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like the keyword, man. It's like you know, it's a secret code becoming did, into. Did the, Mike uh, text you and he was like, "Hey, man, you got to bring up Waffle House." Dylan, I'm what? listening to you guys on the radio, and you haven't talked about Waffle House yet. <laughs> kind of disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Mahoney in the studio this morning. He that, likes Waffle House, so you got to be careful. They carried over to Sunday's show that we do. That I was know. last week. I called him last night, and him and his wife were in the car, and even his wife was talking about Waffle House. Miss Beth, Miss Beth likes Waffle House. We call House. it Awful House, but it's, it's good. It's all, I asked my wife, I was like, hey, what do you think about Waffle House? And she was like, oh, my God goodness you mean awful house and she was <laughs> she looked at me with just a face of just complete disgust it seems like the man is the only one that likes it i don't know i don't know who else fill likes. the void i need I to know at. man like there's so like i don't know the more people we talk to it's just like come on give me a better experience but you know what was the best part about the conversation with mike and and his wife beth is she immediately Started with, well, it's all about how you order. It's got to be scattered, smothered, and covered, or whatever Mike says. She said it the exact same way he did. I thought it was him. She might have been a waitress at Waffle House. (laughs) Who knows? That's where they met, wasn't it? Hooters, Waffle House, same thing. I'm staying away from that one. (laughs) Jim, how you doing this morning, man? Do you like Waffle House? I do not go to Waffle House. Yeah, there we go. Great minds think alike. Yeah, yeah. Fancy pants. I, I must first of all, waking up and hearing Mahoney on the radio just, <laughs> just scary, isn't it? it? Yeah, throwing Saturday me off. Morning, it's a little disorient. I'm like, what happened to yesterday? You know. <laughs> <laughs> and and Dylan, I'm sorry, but I must correct you. This is a Coast Guard auxiliary, not the Power Squadron. I was yeah. tripping over my words. I was just guessing. <laughs> flim flam, Jim. Flim flam. Flim flam. That's it. I understand. All right. Listen. What's the What's the difference, everybody. though? That's a good. That's a good thing for people to know. What's the difference? Let with... us know the difference, Jim. In flim and flam. No. <laughs> oh, in, the, in the auxiliary and the power squadron. Yes, yes sir. sir. Well, I really don't know a whole lot about the cat. 
power squadron, so I can't diss them too bad. But the Coast Guard Auxiliary is a is a I think a larger organization, and it uh, it is a paramilitary organization that is an arm of the Coast Guard. Okay, and we so can do pretty official. much pretty much anything the Coast Guard will allow us to do, except law enforcement. So Mahoney's pretty pretty. Safe. I bet you could get him there pretty quick, couldn't you, Jim? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> my man, absolutely. <laughs> Yes, sir. Uh, for a minute, I want to talk this morning about size mattering. Uh, the leading cause of death in fatal boating accidents is drowning. And the great, great, great majority of, of the fatalities were not wearing a life jacket, of course, mm-hmm. even good swimmers. So please have a Coast Guard approved life jacket on your boat for each person. You can't have five life jackets that'll fit Captain Mike, Captain Ben, and, and Dylan. Um, you've got to have a life jacket that will fit each of the people on the boat. Um, kids' life jackets come in poundage. In other words, like 20 to 40 or 30 to 50 or something like that. Well, adults come in you know, small, medium, large, and And small large. buffalo from some of us. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. Uh, And, of course, for offshore, if you're going to be offshore very much, we highly recommend that you get the Class 1s, which are the ones that that all the charter captains have. Um, They've got uh, got a little uh, little flare attached to them. Um, They've got uh, reflective tape, and they will hold your head out of the water if you are unconscious um the comfortable ones of course are the a lot of the inflatables and uh they are they're very comfortable now i mean you hardly have hardly are aware that you have them on and even for kayaking and and uh, paddle boarding and things like that they've got special jackets out there that that you can wear that that really have, don't have any weight, they're not that hot, and they will save your life. So we highly recommend that you have them on and not just in your boat. Also, if you're going to have them in the I mean, we, we we know you're required to have them in the boat. Make sure that they're very, very, very available and that they're not all tied up and zipped up and buttoned up Uh just because it looks good, because when you need them, you want to get them on right then. Take it from somebody that's been on a boat that went down in about 10, 12 minutes. It, that 10 or 12 minutes is a very short time. So you don't want to be playing around, unbuttoning, unsnapping, and unzipping jackets to get them on. You yeah. want them on right now. Out of the plastic also, Jim, I've been... For mm-hmm. sure. Yes, yeah. good point, Mike. Good point. And you can Absolutely. always add more to your life jackets. One of the biggest things that I always think about is a signal mirror. I mean, so often yeah. you hear the story of someone who went through that situation and, and they're sitting there in the water and they can see the Scary. rescue boats and the rescue choppers and the planes, but they have yep. no way of getting their attention. So silums, silums and signal mirrors, you can attach those to your life jackets and someday it might save your life. Absolutely. We also recommend, highly recommend to have that 
that uh, whistle right up there at the top by your by your head so that you can get to it really easy. You know, if you're out there and bouncing around and the boat hadn't found you yet, those whistles cover a large area and, and you want to make sure you can, you want to be seen and you want to be heard. Get out of that water quick. Amen Thanks to that. Thanks for the time, guys. Great job. Hey, Coast appreciate Guard. the call. Coast Guard Auxiliary in St. Pete. Jim Fogle, be safe out there. You know, one of the things I think about with uh, Jim when he calls in and he's talking about what you need on the boat, remember, that's a minimum. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, the first thing I ask people when I'm heading offshore, do you have a raft or do I need to bring mine? Me personally, I'm not dangling in the water with mm -hmm. a mirror. I'm going to be in a big 10-man life raft with, you know, everything I need covered, and mm -hmm. and they're, they're going to see me. One of those inflatable containers is what you got? Yeah, I've got one that's uh, – actually, it's an aircraft and marine. Mm -hmm. I've gotten it from a friend of mine. It's a 10-man, and it's probably the size of a – double the size of a boot box. Nice. Um, it's got two handles on it. It's not in the case. Of course, if I had – a boat, I'd keep the one in the case up top, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. But EPIRB, satellite phones, all that kind of stuff is going to be the – is what's going to keep you alive. I know myself – I tell people this all the time when they say, man, you went 140 miles offshore, and it's like you can't swim a mile. No. And you can't swim 100. So no. the thought of swimming back isn't going to happen after you're a mile offshore, mm -hmm. most likely. Yep. Um, and I just – when Jim talks about that, I always think to myself, that is the bare minimum. Yep. And if I'm in a situation where I could die, I don't want the bare minimum to yeah. keep me alive. It's not worth it. A raft is what? A four or six-man raft is probably twelve or $1,400 for a recreational guy. Yep. Your life's worth more than that. Oh, way more than that. Yeah. And also, the ditch bag is so important. Oh, absolutely. Having a proper ditch bag that's properly packed and... That's one of the things that I always ask other people about is, hey, do you have a ditch bag? And a lot of times I'll just bring my own just because it's Absolutely. easy to put in with your fishing gear and keep it on deck. And that way, you know, it's packed the way that and you expect it to be packed. And it's in one spot, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it, the biggest thing people in any situation like that, whether it's out in the woods or out in the water, they panic. Yeah. And when you panic, you don't think straight. Yeah. So if you got that ditch bag like you're talking about, and I've got one everything is right there yeah so as soon as i know i have a situation boat could be going down i hope i never have that situation yeah i'm going to that bag because that's what's going to keep us alive yep and you got to remember put yourself in that situation too of when you open that bag floating in the water treading water are you going to be able to get all that stuff out of it without it all getting wet and ruined? Yeah. So keeping that bag with more waterproof bags inside that bag is important too. That's right. Thinking Great ahead. Too. Thinking ahead and thinking through things a lot of times is just being mentally prepared. Uh, Mike and I were talking about it one week, how you go to the shooting range and you train and stuff for situations like that. The same thing, you should be mentally preparing yourself for that sort of situation offshore is yep. what happens if this happens and and just going through the mental exercise so it's it's muscle memory when something hits the fan hopefully never does <laughs> right? yeah exactly hopefully never does hopefully you'll never figure it out but unfortunately bad things do happen and you got to be prepared when they do right yeah that's for sure 
Crazy, crazy times. But we are coming up against a break here. And uh, on the other side, we've got Donald and Lutz. We'll get to you on the other side there, Donald. Hopefully you have some good fishing reports for us. I know lately it's been real, real hot in Tampa Bay with the redfish. And now we got mackerel coming back, pompano bites picking up. Inshore fishing is moving. Snooker moving fast. Yep. Too fast. You got you to gotta chase them a little bit. That's right. But uh, offshore, offshore bites hot too. So hopefully we have some callers about that good old offshore fishing. Don't forget 1-800-969-9352. You can call us News Radio WFLA Real Animals Radio Show. We'll be back. Take a walk with me down Life's Avenue. This is the Bartow Ford Real Animals Radio Show, presented by Hubbard's Marina. Now your captains, Mike Anderson and Dylan Hubbard. Oh, man. Too bad the break mic isn't working. We had a, oh, we had a good one there. Yeah, I don't know if I'd talk about that stuff. <laughs> I had fun, though. I got it on video. It's on uh, YouTube. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Are you busting undercover FWC, huh? It was funny. Out there at Lake Hancock, he's on date night. Got one Snoopy rod, and both of them had $100 flashlights. And I had to tell him that. I said, listen, guys, Snoopy rods and $100 flashlights don't go together. <laughs> I go, you need to go get an old beat-up pickup truck. Maybe I'll believe you. <laughs> we'll definitely get that mic working better for next week's radio show so appreciate y'all bearing with us if you're watching facebook live over the real animals radio show uh facebook page or real animals fishing show facebook page we've got donald and lutz how you doing today donald hey good morning dylan good morning mike what's happening how you man guys doing? just another day in paradise brother how about you That's right um i had Last time I fished, Dylan, was uh, on your boat on July 4th. Did the 10-hour trip with a bunch of my friends. Nice. And, yeah, it, it, it was good, but then I found out why I, I couldn't hold the rod. The rod kept um, wanting to fall out of my hand, and and um, so it's like, man, what's going on? And then a week later, I couldn't even walk for a couple of days. Oh, man. Um, my, my neck, yeah, my neck, I've got to get surgery. Oh, that's you know, not good. Uh, Anderson talks about, you know, like by that pain management place in Brandon. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I tried to do stuff like that, but my spinal cord is so close to the vertebrae, it's almost touching that I'm all, I'm totally off kilter. So I went to a couple doctors, uh, new spine and stuff, and they said, don't even trip and fall. Because he said that you could get paralyzed. It's like, that holy, bad. Holy. He showed me the MRI, and uh, it's pretty bad. So I haven't been out there fishing. Can't really do. Uh, I've been working, but got to get this surgery done, and it's October fourth to get that done. So hopefully that'll fix everything, and uh, it'll start twenty twenty two out there. Yeah, you got to get back on them kayaks, man. You've been catching them up oh, on man. that kayak. I know. I've been missing it. I've been missing fishing. It's it's awful. I'm in my um what I call the war room, I'm looking at all my rods. That I got all these, like probably got like thirty something rods and these rod racks and stuff. It's like oh my god, all this tackle. 
Like, is yours shoved in the garage, that's, Donald? That's what I was just going to ask. Are you allowed to have anything in the house, or is all your equipment shoved in the garage like these other guys? Oh, heck no. No, no. This is actually what they. This is actually the dining room of my of my house. Yeah, I love doors it. And everything. No, I no. Love it. This is in the dining room area. No, I got the cabinets with tackle. Um, my desk in here. Um, no, no, it's not in the garage. I love my wife, but all my stuff's in in, a, in an office. I do yes. have one office though, so you it's know, in it's the house. Like a, it's kind of like a mean dog, you know. They don't. They're not as bad as they think they are, you know. So when it growls, you step forward, then you'll see a little bit of coward. Where she'll let you, she'll let you start hanging them fish. My wife do. is gonna hate you. She listen to this. I Mine's I hope still not. Sleeping. <laughs> Yours is still sleeping. That's why you can say that, huh? Yeah. I got her locked in the room. There. I get home, I'll unlock it. <laughs> Donald, hopefully yours isn't that. listening. <laughs> But you guys are talking about ditch bags, right? I actually have a ditch bag for my kayak. You should. My yeah. kayak is is the kind that that doesn't have the scupper holes. It's it's a native, you know, like an old native ultimate, mm-hmm. and it's more like a glorified canoe, you know. But it's a kayak, so I've got two dry bags that I keep. Right, I've got one dry bag behind me that's got my safety stuff. It's going to have a radio in there, and of course, I wear my life jacket always. I, I wear the Mustang style. Mm-hmm. Good cartridge. choice. Yeah, so I always wear my life jacket just in case. And you do know, you have the? You never know. You have the fluorescent paddle tips as well. Uh, on the uh, life jacket? No, because uh, one thing that oh. Jim has mentioned, and I've always thought about with Smart. paddling and around, is you have a very bright paddle. Uh, not necessarily your handles and such, but the paddle tips that are in the water, something super, super clearly spotted from a long distance, maybe even reflective to get people's attention. Actually, I've got something even better than that. Muzzle flash, um, right? I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've got the double anchor trolley system. Okay. My ropes along the kayak are have built-in fluorescent stuff. So you shine a light on my kayak at night, I get lit up. Oh, nice. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. The ropes that I use have that fluorescent uh, coating in there for the uh, double anchor. So no matter which side I'm on, because I got, you know, both sides have that trolley system, which is, you know, that's the best system to have because this way you can position yourself, you know, however you want, you know, where you throw your anchor inside and you just pull yourself along. Mm-hmm. And the anchor stays still, but you're moving your kayak. So if you want to be, you know, upstream, downstream, whatever, whatever the current, or if you want to position yourself up against a certain mangrove, that's helpful. You know, you'll stay in that position. It's like a, a power pole for a kayak. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Well, we appreciate yeah. the tips, Donald. We're coming up against a break here, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for calling in this morning. Absolutely. Hey, you guys, take care. Stay safe as always, and uh, wear your life jackets out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One thing uh, on the life jacket deal, I'm not a, a huge proponent of jet skis. <laughs> yeah, but as as a as a kid, you get you got to go fast, you know. So I, I was riding around on a jet ski, and I was a good swimmer. What do I need this life jacket for? But you, they make you wear one, and uh, sure enough, going 80 mile an hour across the bay, hit a little wake I didn't see, and got ejected from that thing, and I blacked out. I woke up floating face up in the water thankfully not face down because i was wearing a good life jacket smart 
that taught me a lot. That changed my life for sure, and and definitely important to keep that life jacket on. We've got Kevin, uh, a fisherman, on hold for the other side, and uh, Terry Farner from Suncoast Kingfish as well. So hopefully you call us too, 1-800-969-9352. WFLA, Bartow Ford Company, Real Animals Radio Show. We will be back. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. This is the Bartow Ford Real Animals Radio Show. Presented by Hubbard's Marina. Now your captains, Mike Anderson and Dylan Hubbard. Ah, Mike Anderson is not here this morning. You're stuck with me, Captain Dylan Hubbard, and we've got Mike Mahoney in studio this morning. And real quick, want to give a shout out to our friends at Affordable Roofing Systems. This time of year is so important to have a roof you can rely on. It does protect all your worldly possessions inside your home. So you want to make sure you have someone with three decades of experience like affordable roofing systems put in something that's going to keep everything safe and covered and uh, affordable roofing systems is defined by their integrity, respect, and honesty. You can get a hold of them at one 800 or one 397 roof or go to their website at Affordable Roofing Florida. Great people over there. Cap Mike Anderson has used them with great success, believes in them thoroughly. And by default, I would believe in them too. You always trust someone your buddy recommends to you, right? Absolutely. <laughs> That's how Especially this world goes. Mike. Yeah, right? All right. We got Kevin on the line this morning. Kevin, how you doing this morning? Hey, good morning, Dylan. Good morning, Mike. What's how happening, buddy? Doing? We're doing uh, good, not man. Not much, man. How about you? What yeah, are you catching? I'm heading up, heading up to the woods. Going to go check the cameras. I just wanted to call and give you guys a quick offshore report. Yeah. Um, I did talk to a couple of guys that are in the uh, Sarasota Slam, and uh, several blue marlin have been caught. Whoa. Um, Great. The knuckleheads on Twisted Bills gave me that information, so take that's it for awesome. what it's worth, but supposedly they got them. That's so, awesome. That, that sounds real good, man. It looked like good weather, too. So let me guess. Kevin's going up to check cameras okay that's <laughs> the excuse we got a full moon aren't we on a full moon we are monday's and a Kevin's full moon rolling up 
to check cameras. Okay, let us know about checking cameras, Kevin. <laughs> Do you check yeah, them from I, the I, truck? I, I think that uh, that deer season might have just started last night, so uh, we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, you know what? If they walk out in front of you, they want to die. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> I'll never forget that one. Uh, I forget what comedian it is, but he was like t- talking about slowing the bullet down to 55 mile an hour and putting some headlights on it, and deer will just jump in front of yeah, it. You Ron know? White. Yeah, Ron White. That's it. Those are the good times. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, just to let you guys know, too, Mike I, uh, and Dylan, I'm sure you know this, but uh, the offshore bite has been on fire the last couple of weeks. Um, I've seen several 80-pound wahoos. Uh, the deep drop guys have been just killing it, you know, out in that 800 to about 1,200 foot down to the southwest. Right. So anybody that's got the range... Um, you know, it's pretty good right now. I don't like fishing on this moon, but after this moon goes away, next week should be really good again. Yeah, yeah. deep dropping on a full moon can be treacherous yeah. <laughs> if you're not in the yeah. right area. Yeah. But uh, definitely, yeah. I appreciate the call, and I hope you have a safe drive up north, Kevin. Thanks for calling good in this job, morning. Kevin. Definitely interesting, that deep drop stuff. Uh, this is a good time of year to do it, especially with Red Grouper coming to a close. Uh, now, I heard something about Snapper, too, uh, the qu- – is it Queen Snapper? Yeah, so the Midwater Snapper Complex closed. So Which that is includes, a lot more than just one. Yeah, that's Blackfin Snapper, that's Silk Snapper, and also the Queen Snapper, yep. which are three very commonly caught deep water snapper species that you get when you're deep dropping, especially to the southwest. Right. I mean, silks and blackfin are extremely common when you get down there south of the 26 line south of sarasota venice that's yeah yeah, that's where you see those silks and we get silkies even around the grounds and elbow in our area i'll never forget arguing with uh uh uh, my father and my cousin on a on a 39 hour trip i pulled up uh what they thought was an out of season red snapper i'm like oh no no, this is a silk. It's going in the box. See that yellow eye? See that black line on the trailing edge of the fin? That's a silk snapper. And they were like, oh, no, that's a red snapper. I'm like, dude, look at the eye. Compare it to any of the other red snapper. That's a silk. And, uh, yeah, we argued back and forth and back and forth. And I was like, it's going in the box. But uh, it almost went overboard. And luckily, I was able to pull out the fish rules app, which does load when you're offshore and prove that wow. it was a silk. So. Yeah, Tangles tries that all the time with me. He'll be calling these funny names, and that's not a red snapper. It's this or that, and I'm going, no, it's not. It's a hybrid red snapper, lane snapper. It identifies as a cobia. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Terry Farner, what's going on this morning, buddy? Good. Thanks for calling in. How are you? Good morning. How are y'all? Doing Doing well, man. What do you got going on this morning? Uh Uh-oh. Might want to turn well, up your volume. We got, uh, we got the Kingfish coming three weeks from today. Suncoast Kingfish Classic, 29th annual. New location this year. It's going to be at the Tiki Docks Bar and Grill at Maximo Marina. Oh, nice. On, uh, yep. The um, captain's meeting is Thursday, October the 7th. Fishing is the 9th on Saturday. And uh, we'll get everybody to come out. That's Those awesome. Kingfish are out there and getting ready that's a great new location too i love that little uh tiki bar behind maximo marina over there in gulfport uh great food over there too uh, nice location oh, plenty yeah, of dock yeah. space you guys should be uh set up well there huh yeah i think so really nice people it's gonna be a great uh great tournament 
Speaking Looking forward to it. We hadn't had one miss the last three, so we're anxious. Yeah, yeah. Does everybody come out, and if you want to go online and pre-register and save 50 bucks, www.suncoastkingfishclassic.com. There you go. Good job, Terry. Well, appreciate you calling in this morning, and uh, hopefully we'll hear from you again next week as we get closer to that event and things start shaking up. And the kingfish got to be showing up here soon, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, typically. Yeah, they're out there now, you know. It depends if you're fishing for them or not. Yeah. Where we got you... a little cold front coming through. Yeah, where would you go, Terry, if somebody wanted to catch a kingfish? I know you know where they're at. Now, don't send me the opposite way. Let's give a good <laughs> tip out here. Yeah, well, I think you can just about go anywhere, but uh, I'd probably go offshore ways or mm-hmm. either fish around Egmont. Egmont's always good and the Skyway's always good. A great tip. Wherever you see bait, put your lines in the water. That's all I can tell you. So uh, that's kind of what I was getting at is that, that nearshore kingfish bites typically picking up kind of the fall run starts somewhere around late September, early October, and they typically follow the moon phase as far as in my experience, around that full moon, end of September, early October is when we start to see kind of the big push of those near shore kingfish. But you're saying they're already That's catching right. them around the Skyway and Egmont or those the summertime fish, the the few that hang around all year? Yep, that's for sure. And I saw a 14-day forecast and September 30th, I know up in North Florida, it's going to be in the 50s and 60s. So, yeah. Get a little cooler weather. That's going to make the bike turn on. That's for sure. That's right. Yeah. We're looking forward to it, man. Thanks for the call this morning, Terry. All right, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. It's definitely going to be exciting as we get closer to that, that fall run. I know we are just knocking on the doorstep we've already had the mackerel show back up in pretty good numbers the skyway area and there's a ton of bait yeah i mean I just saw that too. a miraculous number of baits especially with all the water quality issues that we've had i mean last weekend in john's past it looked like a blacked out live well it was that's awesome it was nuts good to hear well that's what's going to bring the fish in too and yeah knowing that red tide didn't kill all that you know i was thinking about kingfish Probably one of the best times I ever had as far as catching numbers of 20-pounders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went with a guy, and Rubio referred me to him. He picked us up. He had his boat in John's Pass. He was some kind of surfer with long hair, and I thought, oh, boy, we're gonna have a, <laughs> we ain't going to have that. And, and Ernie told me, no, this guy's the man. I can't even remember his name, but we went out there on the crab trap line. Oh, yeah. Caught mackerel, instantly put him out. And we were catching 20 to 30 pound kingfish one after another. It was probably one of the best bites I'd ever been on. But, wow. you know, most of the time I kingfish, I'm running way far away from the beach. And this was just right there on that yep. 35 foot line where they like putting the crab traps, 25 yep. to 35 foot. And mm-hmm. the hard thing was keeping the fish off those traps. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want to. You want to kind of work it to where they stay away from it, whatever you have to position your boat to go mm-hmm. around it um, because you'll definitely lose the fish. But they were smoking those uh, mackerel. Oh, yeah. Unreal. Live, though. Yeah, the, eating those 10, 12, 14-inch mackerel, and you're r- rigging those on a stinger rig. That's right. Yeah, two, two hooks or three? I like to put as many as I can, you know, just so they swim by and look at <laughs> Safety it. Safety in numbers, huh? You know, Crofton said it to me, Hog, uh, I think it was Hog Heaven, the boat I used to fish on, Hydrosport with those guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, 90% of the fish, he told me day one, come off stinger hooks. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. I very seldom had him hooked 
you on know, the first we, hook. That first hook, it's always a stinger hook, and that's why you stay light drag so you don't rip it out. Yeah, and it's always them trying to attack that motor of the fish, it seems like. That's they're right. always hitting that second half that of the fish. End. And that's why your stinger rig size, so many people will ask, well, how much space do you have between your first hook and second hook? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That depends on the bait. Yeah, they're all different. They used to rig them different ways. A ribbon fish rig, you're going to have them about Mm -hmm. six inches away. But if you're using, you know, an eight inch or 10 inch bait, you want those hooks a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. And it's real, you know, if somebody doesn't know how to hook one up, it's it's not the easiest. You don't just pull it tight and stick it in because then you're restricting the fish from swimming. Mm -hmm. It's actually bending that, having that wire with a little bit of bow in it. So that fish can move all the way around when you're hooking a series of stingers in. Mm-hmm. A little bit of bow, just enough to give that That's fish it. flexibility to bend his body and not be restricted. Yeah. So he swims naturally, presents naturally. And you're talking about more slow trolling, kind of bump trolling. Live bait, yeah. Yeah, live bait trolling. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. There's such a big difference between trolling plugs and trolling hardware to bump trolling oh, for yeah. live bait. It's got to be hard on a lower unit. If but. you, I was about to say that. If you want to tear your lower unit up like you're getting close to the end of the warranty, <laughs> pull it in and out of gear 500 times in a day. <laughs> Cause it, and that's the thing about it. If you're a kingfish guy, you've replaced lower units a lot more mm-hmm. than a guy trolling plugs or you know any of that i stopped doing it in my boat because oh, yeah. it just it's so much wear on it you know yeah i mean typically in a charter boat like ours i mean we don't bump troll live baits at all we're trolling hardware on our way offshore to bottom fish sure. so we're not live bait trolling at all and when we did do a kingfish tournament the one year we did uh king of the beach my dad was like oh we're gonna anchor up and chum and, and put Smart. live baits out on balloons yeah. He's like, I'm not putting this motor in and out of gear that many times. Yeah, <laughs> Those I, inboard diesel uh, transmissions a are a little bit more pricey and a lot harder to get in and out of the boat. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been on a, a boat with Mercury's on it that has that, I don't know if it's called sky hook or what it, whatever it is where you can actually hit a button yeah. and it's supposed to hold it in place. I've never been on one like that. Unbelievable. It sounds yeah. like the lower unit's going to come apart. They're just back and forth, in and out of gear. The yeah. motors are turning. I looked at the guy, and I was like, man, you're going to tear something up. Something's going to break. Yeah, something's given with all that banging. He goes, no, nah, they design it this way. Whatever. And the new Yamaha Helmmaster system is so cool with the joystick. A whole different ball game yeah. compared to that sky hook that mercury has that's a lot smoother of a setup you're talking about it still freaks me out though all those motors turn in different ways independently there's no bar in between them it's it's scary looking but it works and it is a lot smoother in my opinion that hellmaster series that control stick is so unique makes a pro out of you you know it'll make you look good that's for sure (laughs) pulling a big boat up in a kingfish tournament with boats all around you they uh, still will let you slide in between all them boats real easy, even a 42-foot contender or, or one of them big, big, big kingfish boats. But 
Interesting stuff. We are up against a break here, and uh, we've got a small, small segment on the other side before the end of the show. Unfortunately, only 6 to 8 a.m. Wish it was 6 to 9 so we have more time. But we are up against a break. On the other side, we got Captain Dave, the Mad Snooker on hold. Going to be a good report from him. Real Animals 970 WFLA will be back. The Bartow Ford Real Animals Radio Show. Presented by Hubbard's Marina. Now your captains, Mike Anderson and Dylan Hubbard. And we are back with the News Radio WFLA Real Animals Bartow Ford Radio Show this morning. We've got Captain Dave, I'm not going to try his last name, the Mad Snooker online. How you doing, Dave? Oh. Good morning. How are you today? I am doing well, buddy. Are you uh, are you coming off a trip? I assume you're not just waking up. No, I have been up all night, but I did not fish last night. The weather was real sketchy along the coast, but uh, yeah, I've been amazed at how after all this red tide we went through up and down the coast, and you wouldn't see any fish at all for like two three weeks. And then the red tide disappears for three days, and you go, where did these thousands of snook come from? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was kind of hoping you were calling us to meet you at the ramp, maybe to hustle one out. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can make that happen. You want to camp all night one night? Now, I saw I mean, recently online, I have to ask you, I saw recently online you got some soft plastic paddle tails from the guys at Salt Strong. I thought you were exclusively – live bait i mean you you've built some of the most oh, impressive no, no, live no. bait pens i've ever seen oh, yeah. in your garage so what's the deal is oh, this yeah, a I've new a thing thousand, thousand gallon live bait pen is this a new thing artificial wise or is this something you've always no done? no i've been doing artificials for probably 35 40 years my whole all my you know pretty much i've been doing artificial since even since my first snook came on artificial lure but uh came on a wild willie jig and was like 22 pounds when i was like barely nine years old <laughs> but uh that was my first look ever on um, was on artificial but yeah i do a lot of live bait but i do do a lot of artificial and we've been getting out here and and those uh those tails those uh you know those the, the ones that joe from salt strong man i'll tell you what snook love them the slam shady yeah it's definitely a unique slam bait. Shady's a great bait that's cool good what's bait, your favorite size you just vary the size to match the hatch I, I just very size to match. I had Joe just sent me like a bag of a hundred or two hundred of them. I mean, it's a huge bag of them, and you know, and I thread them. I put them on a, you know, the I, that little where you screw the hook in, and then sort of make it semi weedless, and then I just skip them up under docks, and they just knock the heck out of them. They think they're uh, a, a small greenback or a large glass minnow fleeing out from underneath there, and they just come out and plow them, and it, it's and tarpon. Small tarpon, you know, six, five, ten, fifteen pound tarpon. Slam them too, and reds eat them up, and everything eats them. They're great. Nice, nice. What's your favorite lure for fishing? The, or favorite leader line size for fishing those dock lights right now? Dock lights, I don't go above forty. I like thirty. Thirty pound floor. You know, now if I see a huge snook, you know, I see, you know, I get up the dock and I look under there, and I, there's a twenty five pounder. We're going to put that rod back underneath. We're going to pull out something with like 60 to 80 with 80 to 100 pounds leader on it. <laughs> and 
They weren't going to go get the cast net and go get some live 10, 12 inch mullet, flip one of those under there and lock it down. And, and it's, it's tug of war. There you go. Well, we are right up against the end of our show here, Dave. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. It's madsnooker.com or 727-570-9711. I really appreciate it. Hey, Enjoy the show as always. And if you guys want to do a night trip, come on down. I'll take you for fun. I appreciate Sounds it, Dave. good to me. I'll take you up on that. I remember my dad still telling stories about fishing with Captain Dave on uh, some of his charters and, and the live pinfish just insta-bite on Big Snook at the base of bridges and definitely a cool I'll fisherman. I'll give you a little tip Jerry Williams taught me on Big Snook. What? Feeder, feeder mice. Feeder mice? Like when you're going to feed your snake, you go to the pet store All and right. buy them little mice. You Like downtown, you can... You don't have to actually hook them on the hook. You can put a rubber band around them if you want to, but you put it on the hook, throw them underneath that old dock, and you want to talk about Big Snook hitting a mouse, they love it. Oh, my goodness. He'll be don't re- they make lures for that now? I don't know if they do or not. Live baits better. <laughs> I mean, that's not cruel. You're buying it to feed to a snake. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just no, gonna, I had a snake. I used to go to the store and buy, buy a feeder mice. mice. You just can't tell them what you're doing with it because then they – they got a problem with that but <laughs> i'm telling you we were in downtown there and the, some of the biggest snook i've ever pulled out of them old docks uh you know we've even been out there at night and seen a you know like a rattle fall off and try running around and you'll hear just boom boom i mean they'll be after it so oh man it's definitely interesting what you can catch fish on but you never know and appreciate everybody hanging out with us this morning we are up against the end of our show Hopefully you'll join us again next week for another uh, real animal radio show sponsored and brought to you by Bartow Ford Company. Uh, it was great having you in the studio this morning, Mike. Appreciate, appreciate all it, your man. input and uh, funny stories. And Rob, shout out to the man behind the glass, Captain man behind Rob. the mirror. And uh, definitely, hopefully, we see you all again on the Real Animals Fishing Show Facebook page. Don't forget, if you're too busy to go fishing, you're just too busy. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.